I'm Virginia Allen, and this is the Daily Signal Top News for Friday, September 8th. Here are today's headlines. The Biden administration is considering implementing a policy that will force some illegal aliens to remain in Texas after they cross the border. The proposed policy is drawing criticism from Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who has pledged that such a plan would lead to Texas busing more illegal aliens to cities like Washington, D.C. If the plan is put in place, it would require that some illegal alien families stay in Texas or maybe other border states while they await their asylum screening. If they don't pass the asylum screening, then these families would be more easily deported. The Los Angeles Times reports the Department of Homeland Security would use GPS monitor devices like ankle bracelets to track the location of the illegal alien families. Governor Abbott has bused thousands of illegal aliens to Democrat-run cities like New York, Los Angeles, and Washington, D.C. And Abbott said that if the Biden administration forces migrants to stay in Texas, he will bus more migrants to cities. Abbott pledged on X, formerly Twitter, that he would send Biden the same swift justice, adding that he would send more buses of migrants specifically to D.C. Of course, the news of the Biden administration's Remain in Texas plan comes as New York Mayor Eric Adams is warning that the migrant crisis will destroy New York City. Right now, Adams says New York is supporting 110,000 illegal aliens. Adams' response to the crisis has been to call on the federal government to provide the city with more resources. But the president is not the only Biden making headlines today. Biden's son, Hunter, was back in the news today over questions of sexual exploitation. The Daily Signal's Fred Lucas says the House Oversight and Accountability Committee is trying to find out if the Justice Department failed to protect women who might have been sexually exploited by Hunter Biden. Fred joins us now. Fred, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. So explain what is happening here. Hunter Biden has been investigated for violating the Mann Act. So let's start with that question of what exactly is the Mann Act? Well, the Mann Act, it's a 1910 law. It's a name for uh, Representative James Mann, Republican of Illinois. So uh, but uh, basically, it's uh, it's a law that prohibits the transportation of women and girls for uh, purposes of prostitution and other debauchery and, and other crimes like that, that that were mentioned in the law. The, the law has since been amended primarily to deal with prostitution. Uh, it's amended in the 70s and the 90s again, I think, in, in the past couple decades uh, to deal with human trafficking issues. Okay. So why does the House Oversight and Accountability Committee believe that the Justice Department did not protect women who might have been sexually exploited specifically by Hunter Biden? Yeah. uh, Well, this is, I guess, just part of this whole Hunter Biden issue that the plot just thickens uh, every day on this. But uh, in, in this particular case, it goes back to the IRS whistleblowers uh, and their testimony uh, that the DOJ had compiled a list of potential victims of Hunter Biden in violation of the Mann Act. Um, uh, this uh, deals with uh, – actually, the IRS had 
interviewed some of the prostitutes uh, mm. uh, that he was involved with. And uh, Hunter Biden had uh, used these prostitutes. They they're, they're thought that they could be victims in the sense uh, on a legal basis because Hunter Biden used them as uh, write-offs uh, or payments to the prostitutes as tax expenses. Uh, and he said that they were employees for sometimes his office, uh, sometimes for uh, cleaning the hotels that he was with them in. Uh, very tawdry stuff, but um, yeah, it's it's an um, unusual situation. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, this is. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see where this goes. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it is an unusual thing to bring up in, in, in the whole um, presidential. <laughs> scandal here, but sure, sure. Uh, I mean, we've seen a lot of unusual things with Hunter Biden. We so. have. Well, where is this headed? Where uh, does the House Oversight and Accountability Committee say that they are taking this? What information are they seeking right now? Right. Uh, well, right now they're also seeking uh, first the Man Act, but but also they're looking into uh, possible violations of the Crime Victims Rights Act and the Mandatory Victims Restitution Act. Uh, which which are similar laws that deal with human trafficking, um, and that's uh, it's, it's largely they they want to do an investigation as, into whether the DOJ uh, is enforcing this properly. So from the perspective of Congress, they're looking at whether DOJ is properly enforcing the law, and it's more oversight in in one sense of DOJ than it is of Hunter Biden specifically, okay. because uh, uh, they do know that. Based on the IRS whistleblower uh, testimony that DOJ was collecting these this information, the IRS was collecting this information uh, that and they had considered um, or at least talked about prosecuting Hunter Biden on on this matter. Uh, DOJ guidelines are generally that you prosecute someone on the strongest possible offense that you can get them on. Um, we know that that was not the case in the sense that uh, during this plea deal that they were going to get him on tax charges and this gun charge. What we've been hearing lately is that uh, the special counsel, David Weiss, would be indicting him, Hunter Biden, by the end of the month uh, on tax charges and the gun charge. Uh now we're left to wonder, is this going to fit into that? Hmm. Because the, so far there's been no mention of charging him under the Mann Act. Right. Right. Interesting. Exactly. All right. Well, Fred Lucas, thank you so much for reporting on this. Make sure for all of our listeners to check out DailySignal.com to not only see Fred's coverage on this piece, but all of his coverage as he continues to follow the situation with Hunter Biden. Fred, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Well, in more news from the House Oversight and Accountability Committee, Chairman James Comer says he thinks that there are enough votes to open an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. Comer joined Newsmax and had this to say. With respect to where we're going, uh, I do believe that we have the votes for impeachment inquiry. The case for impeachment centers around the Biden family's business dealings while Biden was vice president. The Hill reports that Comer has been able to secure emails from the National Archives and records administration from Biden's time as vice president. Apparently, this information, according to Comer, has been enough to convince additional Republicans to back an impeachment inquiry. Comer says he expects a vote in the middle of September, but that's ultimately up to House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. 
In other news, we have just learned new information about the special grand jury in Fulton County, Georgia, that has been investigating the 2020 presidential election. The special counsel had recommended that Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis issue charges against Republican Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina and former GOP Senators David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler of Georgia. Willis ultimately did not issue charges against Graham or the former senators, but did, of course, issue charges against former President Donald Trump and 18 others related to alleged election interference. Graham had a phone call with Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger after the 2020 election. Raffensperger later testified before the House January 6th committee and said that his phone call with Graham made him uncomfortable because he said Graham's recommendations could have led to disenfranchising voters. Trump responded to the news today writing on social media that the report has zero credibility. Trump said they wanted to indict anybody who happened to be breathing at the time. It totally undermines the credibility of the findings and badly hurts the great state of Georgia, whose wonderful and patriotic people are not happy with this charade. Finally today, we have learned that Congresswoman Nancy Pelosi is running for re-election in California. Pelosi is 83 and was first elected to Congress in 1987. She was the first woman elected as Speaker of the House in 2007. Pelosi wrote on X, formerly Twitter today, that now more than ever, our country needs America to show the world that our flag is still there with liberty and justice for all. That is why I am running for re-election. Well, with that, that's going to do it for today's episode of The Daily Signal's Top News. Thanks so much for being with us. If you have not checked out our morning show, make sure that you do so. On Monday morning, Samantha Asheris is going to be sitting down with a couple of Heritage Foundation legal experts, Jack Spencer and Giancarlo Canaparo, to talk about a couple critical cases at the Supreme Court. Also, make sure to subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We hope you all have an excellent weekend. We'll see you right back here Monday morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.